Well, well, well. <laughs> Boy, that was quite a read through of the paper, Pete. Yeah, well, that's just this is three articles out of McNewspaper. I mean, um, well, there is good news, Dave. Yes, there is. We passed the major health care reform. Well, let that today, be the today. first. This is it. This is a historic, uh, truly historic. It is. It is. Uh, it is. An not un- a single Republican vote. Not one. 212 Republicans sat on their hands, their hands that have not written one piece of legislation, not, not one interesting alternative to anything that the Democrats have come up with. And I tell you, Dave, if you look back, not in the history of Western politics or perhaps any politics has an opposition party refused to a man. Or oh, a I don't think it's, I, 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 it's inconceivable. It's right. never happened before. It's, uh, I mean, it, that's not being funny. It has never happened before. No, no group of intelligent people who are employed to run the country would ever say, well, I'm not voting for the thing. Yeah, I want him to fail. Uh, hey, I just, bring it down. Down, down, bring it down. Well, that's what Limbaugh <laughs> said. He said he's got to fail. And you know what? He didn't fail. He didn't fail. And uh, Well, if they just all pick up guns, Pete. Then we'd put them all in jail. Then they'd be an armed revolutionary. That all the Republicans, they're gone. Then but they're not. Running, but these you know. aren't these aren't armed revolutionaries. These are self-serving ignoramuses. And it's <laughs> it's not about being a Republican. I was in the Kennedy administration as an intern in the Senate, and Republicans and Democrats were left and right, and everything was driven by a, a gathering in the center between the centrist mm-hmm. Republicans, the centrist Democrats. It's been that way for ever so long, until now, until eight years of fascism. Because eight years of fascism run by the GOP, uh, allowed these people to become ossified thugs, ossified thugs, and ossified, you know, camp followers. Now, the, the problem, here's what I worry about, which is we are on the way to a one-party state. The, the GOP is disintegrating in front of our eyes. I knew Obama was going to get this. Remember, he said, I'm not kicking the can on health care reform. If it makes me a one-term president, I'm going to get a vote on this. I'm going to get it done. Well, he got it done. Yep. And now yep. the Republicans are like, oh, well, we're going to go to the Supreme Court and get it turned around. We're going to have a landslide in November, and we're going to repeal it. Landslide. Peter Bergman's prediction, number one, you can make me eat crow if I'm wrong. The Democrats are going to gain seats in both houses in November. <coughs> There's people going to turn around and say, the GOP, that's the N-O-P. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Well, I thought the interesting uh, news on the front page of the New York Times today, Pete, there were two interesting stories. One, we just are absolutely refusing to get rid of the opium. They're just going to let it grow. We're going to let that opium grow. In Afghanistan? Yeah, because the guys haven't got anything else. They, They... don't seem to be carrots. Don't seem to work. They just don't. Carrots I mean, don't grow in rocks. Sticks don't work. <laughs> well, well, sticks grow in rocks, but we don't know what to do with them. There you go. So the carrots and stick plan <laughs> just simply didn't work, you know, as far as the opium farmers are concerned. So they're being let off scot free. And the and the uh, corresponding news on the same page was: if you take a picture of your penis and send it to your girlfriend. <laughs> Hopefully you will not be convicted and go to penitentiary for the rest of your life and have to register as a sex fiend. Well, better you should just stay at home and grow opium. <laughs> I guess so. In the rock pile on your back. Oh, talking about um, talking about taking pictures of the penis, which is, uh, I've been using Skype, so I get these messages now. I turn it on and there's a guy masturbating. No. Yeah, no. right. Well, that's, it's all right. It's you know, all, oh, yeah, it, it's, it's all right. It's all right. You know, um, I, I want to write back, you know, is that all you got? But... <laughs> 
pretty much it. But then I get one of the woman massaging her breast. You're a friendly Sky. I don't. I, 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 everybody on Skype is somebody I know. Where the hell are you? Been? I don't know. They must have found my name. Of course, then there's always these Africans like, I am sitting here in Lagos and I only need a million dollars to buy a ticket to go to the next town to release all the money that I'm mm. going to give you. Oh, I get a lot of those. That uh, happened a lot. It's hitting Skype now, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, no, now, now and then they do. Yeah, now they yeah, I thought, well, was, we, I think we've covered the news. <laughs> <laughs> but we passed. Here's yeah, the that's a big story. Here's that's what, truly, truly. Well, here's what's going to happen. Now that we've passed it, all the pharmaceutical companies know the game is up. They're going to have to deal with it. They know it's real. So they're going to take all the money they've spent trying to create all this mass confusion, and they're going to disappear. So the people aren't going to have any money anymore to write all these ads. And the teabaggers, what are the teabaggers going to do? Oh, poor teabaggers. Well, let's see. They've got, um, they don't have an issue. Uh, immigration. But nobody really no, likes people who okay. are really, really, really mean about immigration. You know, they really don't like them. So uh, I think we're going to see the end of the Republican Party as we know it. We're going to have a one-party, one-party democracy for a while, and the, and well, the, that's what they've given us. I mean, if you don't vote at all, right, then what do you got? What do you got? I, I mean, mean, yeah, exactly. And, exactly. and and you know, I went to a I, I went to a beautiful concert today, a youth concert with the Saratoga Symphony and. These great kids, 16, 14, 12 years old, playing incredible music. I mean, just music of the highest possible quality. And I just wanted to hit right in the middle of this extraordinary violin solo. I thought, Glenn Beck, just, I want to just kick you in the mouth right here, right now, right as this gorgeous music is playing, because this is what it's about. These kids are what it's about. You're you're not anything that anything is about. Right. So, you know, I just thought, oh no, resist the temptation in the middle of beautiful music to don't to think somebody. about him. Mm. Don't brand him. Don't <clears throat> even think about the woman that was ran for vice president who was only one seventy-six-year-old myocardial infarcted heart <laughs> away from the button. <laughs> I won't think about it, and I won't say don't her name. Think about it. Giant Toad Supermarket. Attention all money savers in the Richmond, Syracuse, Tri-City area and all you wonderful people out at Ed Siegelman's Ground Zero Equal Opportunity Apartments. Yes, our manager Darwin Paul has opened up his pants early this Christmas to let you in for the biggest in unhealable deep cut discounts. Now, agglutinated beans, giant and hypo size, two for 47 cents. Ma Rainey's, moleskin cookies, buy the tin at $1.87. Save on peach pits, this week only, see our boy at the back. Dog food for the doggy? Well, doggone it, we've got all six varieties of martyr brand, kidney and beef awful. Talk to Charlie Cranepool, Ed's dad, at our liquor department, about choice USDA bourbon and rump roast cocktail party mix. Last and least, there's plenty of seasick fresh produce at our vegetable counter. Don't worry about the flies, we won't weigh them. So wary shoppers, take the lift out of life and drop your load on the giant toad. We give double discounted multiple identity What? Are we back? What? Really? Uh, I thought I thought we were going to do giant uh, uh, out of body. Right? No, I'm wrong. I'll put that next. Okay, yes, all right. Okay, fine. Good. Well, you know, this is all very authentic. In fact, I'm glad we made this kind of bobble. I'll tell you why. Because part of the ethos of Radio Free Oz Redux is authenticity. Well, that's what they say. That's what's the happening thing. You know, it was interesting. And during the during the interval there, there was a little bit of talk about hippies. And uh, I just uh, left at my home, my 
son Preston, who is 17, who is writing his history essay about hippies. I mean, we're and already history, Dave. We're history, man. Oh, my God. And our influence, the influence of the hippies, which he, I'm happy to say, thinks is more favorable than unfavorable. Yeah. And, uh, yes, he'll turn that in. He's probably has already sent it to his teacher. Right. Uh, since you don't have to go to school anymore. Right. You just online, man. I'm just online. And uh, we, she was anxious to read it before she uh, retired for the night on Sunday. I one could only appreciate the poor woman's uh, attention to uh, to her, her duties. But yeah, that's what he was writing about, the, the, the hippies. And I lent him for that, I lent him uh, this great coffee table book called Hippie, in which you appear dressed entirely in tie-dye. Tie-dyeing. Yep, to, and you are tie-dyeing. Yeah, it's yes. A, it's a Henry Diltz photo, and I'm, it's a double truck, and it, I'm, I look pretty good. You do look good. I you do, look, do look good. You look good. I was tie-dyeing, I tie-dye Annie, the whole thing. You know, we lived in a place called The Farm which is in L.A., which is now, of course, the Oakwood Condominiums. <laughs> they just landed that one. And, you know, it was, who was there? Who was there? Cyrus Farrier, uh, Phil Austin, myself, Harrison Ford at one point, uh, uh, John Sebastian, right? Oh, yeah. All those people came through, Michelle Phillips, John Phillips. I learned later, of course, you know, that they, they talk about the fact that they were, they were, they were screwing. Mm, and, 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 and she said something about the fact that it was, a way of bringing yourself closer to her father, something like that. I'm like, not on my, not on my <laughs> land, you know. No, thank you. You know, well, anyway, you know. It was a great place, though. The farm was a, was a real uh, a center. And the funny thing is that when you say it's the Oakwood condominiums, no one in any other part of the world uh, would have any idea that what we're talking about is dead smack one block away from the huge Hollywood freeway as it and, and Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers. You can see and, Warner uh, Brothers, and it's this 40 acres that um, this woman, that Barham Boulevard, Mrs. Barham, had her horse farm. And there were like 12 of us hippies and communitarians there, you know, living the life of Riley. It was great. And that was 19... Uh, that was 66. 66, 67. 66, yep. 67, 68. Was a, uh, this was at the foot of Mount Cahuenga. Yeah. And uh, uh, our faithful Indian compendium... Uh, <laughs> showed us the the spring at the foot of that mountain that uh, may still be there that is that was maybe was known to be the spring that that the Indians who had their village there the Kawenga Kawenga yes uh, they that was their spring well uh, right I'm, next to Forest Lawn <laughs> yes <laughs> we used to go there and collect watercress that was right. fresh watercress that's there. right well all right as part of this whole process of revealing the process, yeah. um, I got together with uh, Dave Maloney, the owner of Blue U, our engineer and audio producer, Superbo, and we started talking about what's going on, and in walks Handsome Dan, our um, associate producer at some point. Just want to give you an idea of what it's like to be in the process of putting a radio show together. Well, we're back at Oz Central, um, here at Blue U Studios in the High Elf Hills, Overlooking the Emerald Isle, which the cartographers and snoops at Google call Whidbey Island. Uh, we'll tell you more about that later down the line. And with me is the engineer, owner of Blue U, and my dear friend, Dave Maloney. Why, hello. It's good to have you. I want, one of the things we're doing here on Oz, as you all know, since you've been recording the whole thing for the last <laughs> two weeks and living with this, is the idea of revealing the process. I mean, how does this, how does this, this is not like boogie woogie. This is not like, wow, how this is the voice and I don't know how it's done and I'm just going to lay back and pretend, you know, that it's magic. Well, it's magic, but 
this is a process, and uh, being here at Blue U has been a, a real revelation for me. I've done a lot of studios, but this place is magic, absolutely magic. Well, uh, thank you. You built it, right? I did. Yes, I you did. did. And your ex-wife did the did the outside, and you did the inside. Well, no, the ex-wife did the what the room we're sitting in now oh. as an initial uh, back in the old days. Old days. There was an owner builder. Old school thinking. Yeah. In the building codes, you could max out at 320 square feet without a permit. Without a permit. Without a permit. Well, so. you, know, you know, Peter, there is Peter Bergman's uh, rule of permits, which is you don't need a permit to build without a permit. Well, I've you just give yourself permission. Yeah. I, yeah I'd rather give right. permission than, you know, exactly. ask for, you know. Exactly. So that she built this, and we lived in it for a year and a half while I worked on it. Right in where we are, this studio, which is it was, a lovely space. It was, it was bare frame in the loft and a tin wood stove, and it was lovely. A little uh, kind of like like you know little house on the um, electro prairie. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. Got it. I, I know. I, I yeah. kind of went through that. You were a little more spare than I was. I was a slightly more sloppy hippie, but I do understand <laughs> the whole rafters and the loft thing. And yeah, that's all gone down. And the quilts. Let's make well, sure there was a quilt. We did. We we yeah. You know, we had grandma's Comforters. quilt. You had grandma's quilt. You we had did. to. We I mean, did. it was you know, it's old school, right? It was. Yeah. Well, it's very new school now with an old school touch. It's a gorgeous studio. There's like three separate uh, isolated recording spaces. Well, the, 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 the main room we're in, then three ISO rooms besides that, plus the control room. And yeah, and the control room's real comfortable, and there's a dog that goes with it. You see there's studios with dogs and studios without dogs. Fireside Theater in general, particularly Phil Austin would agree with this, since he, had, he and Una have seven dogs all of my adore, that a dog in a studio makes things better. Yeah, it takes Indeed, away the sterility. I totally, I totally agree. Yeah, it's really nice to have a dog in the studio. So we got, we've got um, Turtle, the, um, what would you say, a Labrador sh- uh, cattle dog mix? Yeah, something, mix. you know, Australian Shepherds in Australian there somewhere. Shepherd. That's you know, it. It's, it's, it's real hard to say. Yeah. Loves to go after Frisbees and likes to, uh, what do you call it, counter-surf our bagels. We went in to have... <laughs> Counter-surfing for bagels. We went, yes. in, we went in for bagel lunch, <laughs> and it wasn't there. So, anyway, it's it's really gorgeous. And, and for the last couple of weeks, we've been recording in here, uh, doing live music also. Uh, Jack Nauer. Jack Nauer, uh, dear friend. Jack Nauer. Oh, my. Well, if you haven't heard uh, How We Danced, we'll either play it after we do this, or if you heard it before, you'll hear it a lot. He's amazing. We did him. We did also, also did. Oh, see, look. Oh, it's look. It's Draper. Look, it's Draper. It's Handsome Dan. Here he is, our show wrangler. See, we're, uh, we're, we're doing. The red light on? Can we, let's well, see, well, we lean can. down could, in we there. We could lean yeah. down. We could, we could have Dave. Pull up a chair, grab a set of cans, and we could just share a microphone. Well, yeah, we're going to. This is called revealing the process, Dave. This isn't done. You don't by need most. a set of cans. You yeah. can hear everyone, right? Yeah. We do we want you this to over. pay attention to the wizard behind the screen because there's a whole bunch of us behind <laughs> the screen. It's not just one little emerald curtain and it's me with like the levers. Ho- it's kind of like Hogwarts. In uh, a sense, this is you know? Dave Draper. Yes. Hello, and he is uh, our show wrangler. He basically has been putting all of our guests together and keeping us sane. And you're here with news. To give us the news, everybody wants to hear. This is obviously something that's going to come after this show, so it's got, it's got the to be. news. The news today, yeah. The up and comers. Oh, we got the up and comers. Well, we have a we have a Jill Johnson. Oh, she's doing that thing about storyteller. Storyteller. Globalvillagestory.com. This could be dangerous, uh, you know. This or this could be completely <laughs> out of the question. We don't know. That's the thing about having guests. You read about, read their blurb, and she is the quilt of all mother singers. You know, and you go, right, oh, right. Go, okay, well, let's go find out. She so, seems uh, like a nice lady. There you go, Dave. Fast talker. Oh, good, good, good. We man. have uh, 
Barton Cole, possible. Oh, I love Barton Cole. But I have not heard back from him yet. Well, Barton, if you're out there, yeah. B- <laughs> Barton, call me. Barton is a, is a quite extraordinary man. He's a great actor, but is a is a gardener and a philosopher and a great cook. One of those people you just like to meet on the island early on. Yeah. So he puts haikus on his uh, phone uh, answering machine. Well, I, I will forgive him that. I yeah. will too. Uh, but nonetheless, he's a, he's a wonderful man. What else? What else is coming up, Dave? Uh, we had a uh, a cancellation from uh, Joni Takanikos, Ta- his who's also close to Barton. Yeah, Barton, not as close as he used to be, but she's a real... Apparently not. Apparently not, but we're, we're not going to go into Emerald Island gossip. What we're talking about is that Joni is a real torch singer. So she's I guess coming she's along just, next she's week. She's just torching up her life. She's That's coming all. in next week. She's got a busy schedule, but she thinks the, the, this next week or the week after... Yeah. And um, I don't know who else I have without looking at my notebook. Yeah, I don't, I don't want you to, my glasses. I don't so want you no to do that. Well, we do, we do have Janie and Joe coming up today. Janie and Joe are coming today, Dave. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And uh, what we're trying to do, and of course it's self-conscious, but of course all art is self-conscious. In fact, all life is artificial. It's We all got brains behind what we do. Is art what you think it is? Uh, art is cheese made visible. We do know that. Craft but that, has proved it. Yeah, but craft now. See, that's my kind of art. <laughs> yeah, that's his. Art. That's Draper's art. Um, okay, so what we're talking about right now, when you came in, Dave, and we, we plan to deal with, is the fact that um, we would look forward to a world with one operating system. That was supposed to be what we were talking about we when were. we sat we, down we, here, and we, then we, we got started, into this whole then, revealing then this the process. Guy showed up. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we started yeah, talking. We were talking about that concept. Yeah, well, we're going to have to put that concept on hold. Because I don't think it really fits in right now. <laughs> no, it's we've got two hours a week every Sunday. We we can keep lots of stuff on hold. I suspect we'll circle back around on th- this one. I absolutely think we will. We were talking about the studio, right, and and the feeling. Mm-hmm. But also, here's Handsome Dave, and here's Dave Maloney, and there's me, and there's Bill McIntyre, our producer, and then there's John Cummings, our techno wizard, right. and, oh, man, total Mr. Open Source, Mr. Wiki-Wiki. Right. You should call him Dr. Wiki Wiki. And here's the Libby Island Air Force, if you can hear it. It, it comes over circles regularly to protect us. from. It does. Touch and go, touch, touch and go. go. Right. Those right. hordes. They only have that one small plane. <laughs> the hordes, all you need. The hordes of North Koreans coming over the Aleutians have not a chance because the touch and go naval air base <laughs> keeps us safe. So we're in this beautiful place. Uh, in the woods, but not like in the, you know, like the deep, dark stare in the fountain, you know, stare into the lantern woods. This no, is no, this no. is a high woods. It used to be the deep, dark woods. I bet it well, was. You know, it was uh, when I first moved here. When, when we first moved here, this forty acres behind us had been freshly logged, and the guy was very proud of his work. Ah, oh, freshly <laughs> logged. I love the smell <laughs> of wet sawdust in the no, morning. No, he taking it all out. The two life. houses that are out there now were they? Uh, those are new since you've moved in. Oh, here they're, they're new in the past five years. The yeah. llama farm. And no, the alpaca. alpaca. Please, a, there's a distinction. Yeah. We are adjacent to uh, a brand the, new. Okay, alpaca, alpaca farm. Yeah. Brand new IBM certified Alpacas. alpaca farm, yeah. right? Because one of the residents there, I believe it's the queen, wants to weave her own. Yes, she and does. So she spends half the time weaving, half the time <laughs> using an electro shit sucking machine, right? And the Clearing the pasture. And the lawnmower. She and mows the pasture. Why she does? As if she brings in someone else to do her sewing. Maybe so. Maybe that's no, all a no, scam. No, no, I want. No, no, no she weaves. Just in she case, weaves. she might be a fireside theater fan, so that's, you never know. Hey, she's well, a neighbor. Right, There's exactly. no dissing neighbors. You know, she's great. Lynn is great. And I, you got to give her props because she said, I weave. I, I love weave. to weave. You don't say right? that to a policeman when he pulls you over. <laughs> you Officer, I weave. My son made that mistake. Huh? But at, at any rate, she said, I weave. 
I love to work with alpaca, you know, hair for whatever it is. I can understand I'll that. I'll raise alpacas. Yeah, right. I'm going to get it from the source. It's kind of like the organic gardening of weaving. You know? and, and they're camel family. <laughs> and there's like 12 or 15 of them, each a different color with that, with that camel look well, as you go doc- They look like Dr. Seuss animals. That's they what do. I love about it's, them. That neck the, and that head. Is, it's, it's, cr- it's completely wonderful. So you can yeah, see yeah, we're in kind. God's beautiful creatures. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think, wait a minute, we're weaving. <laughs> well, about a week ago, we drove. I drove by, and they were like a lot thinner. They'd been shorn. They had They been. look a lot different shorn, <laughs> they man. They so anyway, that's, that's yeah. part of the crazy, wonderful space we live in, and from which Oz will be coming to you. So uh, this is, I guess, part one of revealing the process, and we will self-consciously move down the line and do this on a regular basis. It fills a need, and it fills time. Excellent. Give me immortality or give me death. That's the motto here at Ralph's Ball Sports, new and used body shop in the city of the future. Hi, friends, Ralph's Ball Sports here to tell you that everybody must die, but you don't have to be there when it happens. That's why we're having a great going on a body sale. Yes, you can live forever while your friends fall apart around you like rotten fruit. And here's how. Lease an organ or limb from our headless body farm. It's made in America from Americans. Enter the new century with these exclusive clone-ons. Map velour designer jeans, deluxe follicle hair mat grafting with upgraded media-sensitive stimulated wrapper filler, rear roll, non-glossy carbon-intensified glue guards, power moons, and tinted tent grill spoilers in slash dash or faux flannel. So come on down to Ralph's Ball Sports City of the Future and do it today because there may not be a tomorrow. Americans could not see the future clearly in 1945, but they could look back over the war they had just waged. They might have reflected with some discomfort on how slowly they had awakened to the menace of Hitlerism in the isolationist 1930s, or how callously they had barred the door to those seeking to flee from Hitler's Europe, or how heedlessly they had provoked Japan into a probably avoidable war in a region where few American interests were at stake, or how they had largely fought with America's money and machines and with Russia's men, had fought in Europe only late in the day against a foe mortally wounded by three years of brutal warfare in the East, had fought in the Pacific with a bestiality they did not care to admit, or how they had profaned their constitution by interning tens of thousands of citizens largely because of their race, or how they had denied most black Americans a chance to fight for their country, on how they had sullied their nation's moral standards with terror bombing in the closing months of the war, and how their leaders' stubborn insistence on unconditional surrender had led to the incineration of hundreds of thousands of already defeated Japanese, first by fire raids, then by nuclear blast, on how poorly Franklin Roosevelt had prepared for the post-war era, how foolishly he had banked on goodwill and personal charm to compose the conflicting interests of nations, how little he had taken his countrymen into his confidence, even misled them about the nature of the peace that was to come, and how they had abandoned the reforming agenda of the New Deal years to chase in wartime after the sirens of consumerism, and how they alone among warring people had prospered, emerging unscathed at home, while 405,399 American soldiers, sailors, marines, and airmen had died. Those men were dignified in death by their service, but they represented proportionally fewer military casualties than in any other major belligerent country. Beyond the war's dead and wounded and their families, few Americans had been touched by the staggering sacrifices and unspeakable anguish that the war had visited upon millions of other people around the globe. 